So Federal Reserve increase rates. What does this mean for investors? What does this mean for Blue Ridge? I'm Taylor Vick, and this is the Real Estate Fund Insider. We're pulling back the curtain on how to grow wealth and passive income through real estate investment funds. The first thing to understand is that the sources of funds for banks is very complex, and the cost of funds is very complex. And the Fed funds is just one component of that. So if you think about your bank or a bank, you know that they have multiple sources of capital. They have deposits, they have equity, multiple types, you know, regular equity, preferred equity, class A, class B, maybe. They have bonds out in the market. They also borrow uh, from other banks and other institutions. They borrow overnight. They repo mortgages. There are probably a hundred different ways banks uh, obtain funds for lending. Fed funds has an effect on all of those, but it's not a one-to-one ratio as to what banks lend at. So the first important thing to remember is just because the Fed funds rate went up 25 basis points or is targeted to go up 25 basis points doesn't mean lending rates are as well. That being said, there's a lot that goes into lending rates besides just the cost of funds. So there's some risk management in there. There is some hedging against future rate increases. So the key component to drive home here is at the end of the day, all that matters is what you're borrowing money at, not what the Fed has the funds rate at. So for us, we are constantly talking to our banks and seeing where their rates are. So some banks have moved a lot. Some banks haven't moved much at all. The key thing to remember is one of the largest sources of capitals for banks is deposits and deposits have not moved. So I don't know if you've checked your deposit rate since the Fed funds rate changed, but I really doubt it went up 25 basis points. It's probably the exact same thing it was before. So banks have a lot of ways to keep cost of funds low, which then in turn allows them to lend at lower rates. A couple strategies that we use to hedge interest rate risk. One is utilizing swaps when interest rates are really low. So swap is uh, kind of a complex product but basically it allows us to get a floating rate from the bank and swap it with someone else to pay a fixed rate. Why this is so important is because as rates go up, the person paying the floating rate, basically that we swapped with, so they're paying the floating, we're paying the fixed, they're now losing because the rates have gone up. So they will actually pay us to terminate the loan. So when we sold the Malden property, not only did we make a great return on the asset itself, but we got $50,000 to pay our loan off. So we actually got paid to exit a loan, uh, $50,000, which on a 2.6 million uh, property sale is not insignificant. Other things we've done is we've varied our portfolio's rate and term structure. So we have a lot of floating rate debt, which historically, you know, people have not liked, but when you look at it in reality, your starting level is so much lower that the increases over time, it can take years to get up to what a fixed rate is. So we have variable rate structures in our portfolios. We have five and seven year terms. We have floating rates. We have loans that float for one year and then they have a swap that's a one year forward starting swap. So we've been mitigating interest rate risks for the past five years. What's happening now will have an effect on future purchases uh, and we take it one step at a time making sure that before every deal closes, we have our financing locked in and we understand how that's going to affect the deal. If it's going to affect it negatively uh, past the point of our minimum standards, 
we can exit that deal and not have to take that risk. It also gives us a great opportunity to renegotiate prices. So if interest rates are changing in the market, we can come to a buyer and say, look, things have changed. Our financing structure is now different and we can renegotiate that price. So there's a lot of different strategies that we undertake to mitigate those. Another thing we do is in this type of environment, when we are releasing spaces, we go for more rate increases. We tell the tenant, hey, look, inflation is up, interest rates are up, so your rent is going to escalate quicker than it has over the past 10 years because that's the world we're living in today. So there's a lot of different levers we can pull to mitigate these interest rate risks from various financial products to different loan structures to restructuring deals with sellers to restructuring deals with tenants. Whenever we're in times like this, the key thing to remember is this is when Blue Ridge thrives. So under COVID is when we launched our strongest investment fund we've ever done. We are able to take what's happening in the market and formalize strategies to succeed no matter what's happening. We're true investors and true investors have to be nimble and have to react to what's going on in the market. And that's something that we excel at. So we've been working to mitigate the possibility of this over the past five years. We've been working on it today. We're gonna to be working on it tomorrow and not just interest rate risk, but the hundred different risks that come with investing are things that we work on and that we're prepared for.